0: Hello, and welcome to another thrilling, exciting, magical episode of The Partial Historians. I am one of your gracious hosts, Dr.
1: Greenfield. And I am Dr. Radness. Oh, totally rad.
0: (laughs) So glad you could
1: join us. I know, I'm very excited because we are knocking out a very important event today. A first for the Roman Republic of his journey. We are charting. (laughs) <laughs> we're following the
0: history of rome
1: from the founding of the city it's
0: a far clearer way to say it <laughs> and in this episode we're going to be looking at the creation of the dictator yes
1: now we kind of have slightly different narratives i think about i think this. we have very different yeah. narratives at this point in time. Yeah, i am following same. livy's account okay and in livy's account basically he talks about um something we talked about last episode basically how there was this conspiracy of um, Latin states and stuff against Rome which was seemingly led by Octavius Mamilius, who is related to the Tarquins he's the son-in-law of Superbus uh, so it all seems very threatening and this is where the Romans start to go oh my god oh my god oh my god what are we gonna do what are we gonna do and the solution seems to be maybe we should create a dictator <laughs> what is a dictator I hear you ask I'm excellent so question. glad you are. That's an excellent question. Um, the dictator tends to be quite famous uh, for all the wrong reasons yes, in Roman history. This is true. I mean, I'm sure uh, anyone, any of you who are fans of Roman history probably know that Caesar probably most infamously... Becomes uh, perpetual dictator. Yeah. Uh, much to his detriment. Much to his... Uh, <laughs> Leading to stabby stabbiness (laughs) yeah that doesn't go so well yeah but it wasn't always a bad thing
0: (laughs) no but ironically um we're not really far into the republic at this stage so the idea of giving somebody supreme power (laughs) does seem a little bit odd
1: well that's just it i mean we're dealing with you know obviously high levels of unrest yes and also we're dealing with a period where you know it's not just like someone went Bundva, there is the republic. It is born. It is created, perfectly formed. There is nothing more I can add to this. <laughs>
0: Plato's ideal republic. Yes. here it is. Exactly. Enjoy.
1: We're still relatively early days, you know, and so there are going to be some. Uh, there are going to be some speed bumps on the way. <laughs> I'm going to say teething issues. Yeah, because that's an analogy the Romans would understand. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, yeah. Um so yeah, it does seem a bit funny that after saying we're never ever 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 going to have a king again. But in emergency about this cool dictator guy. In the case of emergency, please break the emergency window and retrieve one dictator for six months. <laughs>
0: yes I mean it's a dangerous course of action to take one would think um, but things are getting out of hand Romans aren't very happy and there's a number of reasons for this one yeah. of them is the escalating tension between them and all of the Latin people that happen to surround them in Italy really is sort of a, at least according to their point of view Rome versus the world <laughs> Well, they kind of got themselves there, so I'm not (laughs) feeling heaps of sympathy for them. I'm sorry for them. Uh, And certainly the Romans are doing nothing to help themselves. So like in the lead in in my narrative, before we get to the creation of the dictator, we have things like the Romans stomping all over the Fidentes again. Yeah. Uh, This must be like the fourth or fifth time that's happened. Yeah. Um, So perhaps unsurprising that those guys are unhappy with the Romans.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of warfare going on in general. I mean, I'm, I certainly wouldn't point my finger at the Romans and say, you guys are the only ones causing trouble. <laughs> Therefore, you should go to your corner. Go to your corner and think on what you've done. But certainly... As far as our narratives are concerned, they are at war a lot. <laughs> they are at war a lot, yeah. and their friends aren't turning up to help them anymore.
0: No. And they've managed to piss enough people off now that when they say, look, we've got this fight going on with so-and-so, can you send aid? People basically stick their fingers up at them and say, hells no. How about no? <laughs> How about no? Even worse, some people
1: just laugh at them yeah. at this point in time. Well, that's not good. That's really no. not good. Disrespect. No. I should slap you for that.
0: Yeah, but we do have um, a situation with Titus Lassius Flavus yes. and Quintus Cloelius Siculus, who are consuls in around about 496 slash 498. Yeah, so this
1: is where our narrative is way out of sync, way out of sync, man, and you're, you're getting crazy and I <laughs> yeah, don't like yeah. it. With yeah. crazy madness. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, see, Basically, as far as Livy's concerned, he does admit he's not really sure what year this all went down in. Okay, And that explains he's like a dictator, doesn't it? It does, it does. (laughs) At least he's honest, unlike some people, I might say, who might be just making it up. The more elaborate their account, the more suspicious I am that they're just filling in. They're just trying to make it look like they're awesome. Anyway, I'm not going to point any fingers. Okay, yeah, Libby basically says he's not really sure. He basically says he's got this conspiracy happening. Somebody says, maybe we should have a dictator. Someone who is supreme for like six months gets things sorted and once the emergency's over presumably goes away again um and this is when he does he basically says that maybe some of the reason for the confusion is that nobody's sure sort of whose side everyone's on they're not sure who can be trusted they're not sure if this is a good idea if it isn't a good idea because maybe and this is intriguing to me maybe there were people of the tarquinian faction in rome who could Wow, just to put it out
0: there, Dionysius has already flagged that baby, <laughs> um, it's unfortunately. Much, it's much more mysterious.
1: It it's much more mysterious. Some of those guys
0: are now citizens. They're right. out in the open. No, they no,
1: not. No, 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 nobody knows who to trust. It's very confusing. Uh, well, be that as it may. <laughs> but this is where he does he does mention that maybe it maybe is this. Titus Lausius. Okay, who might be, might be... <laughs> the first dictator. He does also say, maybe, maybe there was a rumour about Manius Valerius, the son of Marcus Valerius. Oh. But he doesn't want to go with this, because he thinks it doesn't really make any sense, why wouldn't you just go for Marcus rather than the inferior version, which is his son right now?
0: Well, indeed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Indeed. And in fact, uh, Dionysius of Halicarnassus offers some really good rationale for why it wouldn't be any of those guys. And of course it's Larsius. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Let me take you there. Because not only is it a problem for the Romans outside their city in terms of the fact that they are trying to do things – with the Latins, and that's not going so well. Yeah. Uh, but they're also having issues inside the city, because obviously warfare's expensive, and we've got nobody to back it up. Yes. Um, yeah. There's this whole sort of debate going on between, like, how do we deal with the with the poor and the disaffectation that the poor are facing right now? Because mm. the rich are saying, you must come to war, and the poor are like, well, when are you going to
1: pay us for this? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's all very well and good when it's just, you know, one month out of the year, but I can't constantly be away fighting wars. I'm poor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so,
0: anyway, that becomes an unresolved debate. Yeah. Uh, and everybody's like, not sure what we can do about that decision. Yeah. Um, maybe what we need to solve the problem right now is a dictator who can just make the poor people <laughs> do what we say. Yeah,
1: so you know what? I actually think maybe my account is more believable. So, <laughs> you know what? Stuck on that. <laughs>
0: Well, any in any case, yeah. uh, the dictator. We're yeah. there. Okay. It's time. Yeah. Um, the Senate doesn't really know how to go about doing this because obviously they've got it's two near. consuls already. Yeah. And they're like, well, if we just choose one of the guys out of the consuls to be dictator, the other one's going to be annoyed. Possibly <laughs> um, really quite angry. Yeah. <laughs> Possibly, like wall uh, yeah, possibly <laughs> enough to like take it out on everybody by yeah. starting some sort of revolt yes yeah, so yeah how yeah. do we manage this um, one of the oldest senators has this great idea mm. uh, in Dionysius' narrative which is, why don't we just get the two
1: consuls together and get them to decide amongst themselves? Oh, well, that, that seems like a good idea because Romans are so humble. They're, they're far likely to say, no, you, you take it. No, 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 you take it. No, no, you take it.
0: <laughs> well, and you, so we've got Lassius and we've got Cloelius, the two consuls. Well, no, 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 you have them. Uh, <laughs> I don't have them. Uh, I, yeah. <laughs> well, I have them. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, okay, so... We're going to have to resign, yeah, and, we're go- and there's going to have to be a dictator, mm. um, and this person is going to have to be chosen by the Senate and approved of by the people and invested with all the authority, all mm. the imperium and of the state, yes, uh, and to exercise it for no longer than six months. So they come up with a criteria around it first. That sounds like a good idea, um, and rather then, than just saying "here you go, buddy,"
1: yeah, you have the power,
0: <laughs> and, and they take that to the plebs, and the yeah. plebs agree to that. Uh, unbeknownst to them robbing them of their own freedom and protections <laughs> so they give the senators permission to choose somebody uh to hold that role for the six month period and then they're like okay so then the senate gets together and they're like what sort of man do we need as a dictator he has to
1: be uh good at action uh, i feel like you should sing this to the mary Poppins song <laughs> very good at Action in the field, and we'll fight each other. No.
0: <laughs> no, no, I don't sing.
1: I don't know if you've noticed, but I just don't do this. No, this is, it just reminds me. <laughs> At the end, just let me promise, I'll sign it up for okay? you. okay? You give me the sign. Excellent, excellent. Okay, yeah. So, he
0: has to be vigorous in action. huh. Experienced in warfare. Right. Prudent. Mm-hmm. Self-controlled. Okay. Somebody who can govern with firmness Ooh. always a criteria in my book it's just me or is it hot in here <laughs> i do like firmness and no leniency to the disobedient Is that the end that's the end
1: very sincerely dr g and radness <laughs> thank you thank you
0: i approve yeah. muchly yeah
1: so anyway, so
0: as far as the Senate is concerned, yeah. Titus last year, is the standout candidate from amongst the consuls because Cloelius is known roundabouts as a very nice guy who, while great as an administrator, perhaps not so cool in the field. Ooh, Ooh. That's going to hurt. Yeah, but they don't tell him that. No, uh, that's good. They make <laughs> it him gently. Well, not even that. Um, that's, this is the point where they bring the two consuls in. And they're like, so these are the sorts of qualities that the dictator has to have. You two go away and figure out which of you gets you to
1: think have I it. Have. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. I like it, I like it. Yeah, so this will be cute. You can choose between each other. Um, they think this is great because, you know, one will have to declare his colleague the best man and the other will have to receive the compliment of being called the best man. And so <laughs> everybody gets to win in this situation. Wait, wait, how are they both the best man? <laughs> Because one of them is saying, you're the best man. And the implication is, I'm the best man for recognizing that you're the best
1: man.
0: (laughs) And the other one is like, I'm the best man because he said I'm the best man. That's (laughs) that's cute, isn't it? And then we essentially get to this sort of chipmunks moment. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, There's there's no other way. I mean, even my commentary on the side of this is like, no, no, after you. No, I couldn't (laughs) possibly. (laughs) So it is how I imagined. (laughs) It is exactly how you imagined. (laughs) Both of them decide that the other one is more worthy. Oh, God. And they continue all day to go backwards and forwards, escalating in the uh, overblown compliments to each other in terms of each other's virtue. Jesus.
1: Um,
0: And the rest of the Senate is there, and they're just like... They're watching this? (laughs) The Senate Senate is like, you've got to be kidding. Like, we just need somebody to do this.
1: For God's sake, it's an emergency. That's what a dictator is for.
0: (laughs) So apparently all present in the Senate were in great perplexity. I
1: didn't imagine.
0: Uh, Evening falls. um, (laughs) No decision has been reached. The consuls go home to return in the morrow to figure this out. Uh, At which point some of the Senators approach Lassius at home and like, dude, we really want it to be you. But Could you just say that? (laughs) (laughs) Please, will you do this? Yeah. Uh, Lassius is like, look, guys... I can't help you. I've got to work this out with Coelius. He's a good guy. Uh, and the next day, the Senate assembles and they're like, okay, surely we've come to some decision. Um, Coelius surprises everybody by standing up, nominating Larsius, and then abdicating from the consulship. Oh, thank God. Yeah. I was going to say, I didn't think I could take much like, more I'm, of this I'm out tapping out, <laughs> tapping out. <laughs> Finally. So, presumably, you get the sense that maybe some senators also approach Coelius and are like, you're a really nice guy, but
1: honestly, but do nice you think... guys finish last,
0: <laughs> especially in Rome, especially <laughs> in Rome, especially
1: in Rome. So you've gotten this far, but you're about to come second in the race for the dictatorship. Well, see, I find this interesting because at some point or another, in the office of dictator, he's meant to the dictator is meant to um, appoint someone to help him, a oh, master yeah. of the horse. Oh, yeah. So presumably that hasn't happened yet because one of them could have just been consul and one of them could have been master of the horse. Because the master of the horse's job basically is just to run around doing whatever the dictator says, right?
0: Well, actually, it gets even more complicated than that because oh, okay. the dictator <laughs> yeah. isn't necessarily the title officially right. in the
1: beginning. Of course not.
0: That would be way too simple. <laughs> way too simple. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Let me bring out the big guns. Oh, please.
1: She's just pulled out a very heavy book. A very I'm heavy just warning book. warning you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So the dictator, originally termed the master of the army, the magister populi, oh. uh, and has a subordinate who's the master of the cavalry. Right. So your magister equitum. Yeah. So that's how we get to this point of having two of them. Yeah. But it doesn't. It's not really clear in Dionysius' narrative how we get a master of the horse. Yeah. But one does happen. Right. Um, and he's chosen by Larsius, and it happens to be Spurius Cassius. Mm. not Cloelius. Right. Having said that... That's rough. That's really rough. <laughs> well, having said that, um, Larsius does a whole bunch of things to make sure that Cloelius is, like, kept in the fold, if you Aww. like. yeah,
1: Not disaffected, in other words. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. no. Because
0: it seems like they might be friends, actually.
1: I mean, they spend a lot of time complimenting each other.
0: Um, yeah, well, you would them. assume... I mean,
1: obviously, he doesn't want to just stab him in the back or something, because otherwise that whole thing could have been resolved a lot quicker.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, so... Lassius takes charge. Mm-hmm. He's like, sure, I'm the dictator. Sweet. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, Poor people.
0: <laughs> that guy over there, yeah. Cassius, he's my master of the horse. Yeah. Everyone's like, sweet. <laughs> um, he then orders the lictors. Oh, I love lictors. Yeah. Um, to inspire terror, apparently. Um, they, he
1: allows them to carry the axes inside the city. Ah, see so now this is where our narratives might actually have something in common after all. Oh, jump in, please. Okay, because Livy basically says, okay, after his whole, who was the first dictator? I don't know, but I think it was Lartius. <laughs> after he says that, he basically says that um, the populace of Rome see the axes being carried before Latius and they are incredibly terrified, and therefore... Are made much more submissive to rule. Mm. Which seems to indicate that, yeah, maybe there is, you know, some sort of backstory going on here. It's not just about terrifying the opponents <laughs> of Rome. Although, of course, we have to remember that in Livy's narrative, there are secret.
0: I don't know if we can speak that quietly and actually be heard in a recording. <laughs> well, we'll find out yes, or later. Yeah. Secret Tarquins, guys. Yeah. Secret Tarquins. Yeah, so
1: it could be that they were trying to inspire Terra into the people who might have been conspiring uh, within the city. But uh, but who knows? This is a thing. It's not made particularly clear. Well, the trouble is when the Lictors have the axes
0: and the rods, then they can start committing
1: yeah brutality
0: (laughs) they can start doing the scourging that leads to death ah there's nothing like beating without a reason (laughs) Mm, kind of like
1: uh kind of like if you're an african-american person in america Mm, touche i don't think i want to go there
0: (laughs) i'm not not touching that that's way too controversial (laughs) um i'm not even going there um bundles of rods axes they're walking through the city Everybody's a little bit freaked out. Yeah. Uh, so, Lassius takes, like, the first measure, he's like, how about this? And everyone's like, whoa. <laughs> Dude.
1: That's terrifying. All right, then. They're inside the city walls. Yeah, and
0: apparently he has other symbols of royal power. Um, um, thanks, Dionysius, but uh, the detail, not clear. <laughs> <laughs> and this is to terrify the turbulent and the seditious. Uh, which, again, yeah, yeah. It kind of makes Seems, sense. Seems reasonable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he takes a census
1: he does. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I, don't, <laughs> I can't say that I have any, mem- uh, any mention of that. What I have instead is that not only are the Romans terrified at the idea that there are all these axes and stuff being carried around their city. But a whole the Sabines, 24 of them. Yeah. The Sabines are like, what a dictator. Oh, my God. And because this dictator apparently has been put in place to maybe deal with them... I guess this is a mention of their hijinks with the Sabine youths and the prostitute insults. Um, they, therefore, decide that maybe we should enter negotiations rather than taking these guys on because guys are serious. They've got a dictator now.
0: Okay? Oh, wow. Yeah, exactly. So, clearly, okay.
1: clearly, we need to negotiate. Um, unfortunately, the negotiations don't go super well. Um because yeah, they, they they can't quite figure out the details of what's going to happen to the young men who caused the you know disruption in the first place, um, and yeah, and it seems like maybe they want maybe the Romans want war at this point in time, and so it seems that things are heading that way. But there isn't any actual fighting at this point in time. They they decide to to, to suspend the hostilities for that point in time. Ah, yeah. It. Yeah, so, yeah. we're going to come back to you guys.
0: <laughs> yeah. So we have this sort of play out in a relatively similar fashion okay. in Dionysius's narrative. Right. So the Lassus takes this census and the point of that is that then he can go around and recruit Men who have money Who are falling through the gaps yes. Into new centuries He creates four new centuries mm. um, He gives one of them to himself Yeah, The ones that are most talented mm, <laughs> You know Because having the lictors isn't enough Obviously yeah. I'm going to have, have, have everything. I'm the dictator. <laughs> you guys are the most skilled You're with me exactly. He gives the second century to Cloelius so, you know, gesture of generosity to the former consul, now, now yes, not yeah. sure what you are. Wise move, wise yep, move, yep. keeping on sides. You guys, yep. you can have one. Mm-hmm. Um, he gives the third one to his master of the horse, mm-hmm. Cassius. Yep. And he gives the fourth one to his brother, Spurius. Ooh. Yeah. Bit of nepotism. Yeah, well, mm. you know, if you're going to be dictated, might as well back it up. Exactly, um, yeah, yeah. Got six months to go. Got to few <laughs> who you can trust, <laughs>
1: a secret.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. The secret took. <laughs> um, and then he takes all of these guys out to the field and he establishes three camps. He's mm-hmm. like, we've got to deal with this Latin situation.
1: Ah, um, uh, so back there, are we? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And he's
0: interested in strengthening his own position. Right. Weakening the enemy. Fair enough. Bringing the war to an end without necessarily having a battle. Awesome. Because let's face be it, <laughs> the Rome has a lot of enemies right now. too, true. Um, and wants to lose the least amount of men possible. Always. Oh, so yeah, yeah, you know, it seems yeah. like a legit.
1: It seems like he is our Mary Poppins after all because he <laughs> satisfies all the criteria on our list. <laughs> oh my god. And yeah, so he's like and so he enters
0: into both secret and open negotiations with a bunch of the Latins. Half
1: confusing. Uh,
0: it's a two-pronged approach. Okay. There's the obvious one where we send the men in and they're not in disguise. And then there's the second one where they are in disguise. <laughs>
1: Uh, so, secret ambassadors yeah
0: <laughs> so he sends men to talk to the important and powerful among the latins mm-hmm. um to establish friendship uh to start to open the paths of negotiation with the people who actually hold power
1: well yeah, the Latin people that would make sense and then yeah. he
0: also sends openly ambassadors to various latin cities turning up at the doorstep and me like, guys, we're from Rome, we're released foray. <laughs> um, can we talk? <laughs> well, because we have trouble creating the dictatorship. <laughs> yeah. And it seems like a reasonable move, because the powerful aren't necessarily the people who are the front line in the public world, necessarily. So, yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. usually there's a there's a little bit of a correlation. Sure. But yeah. um, not necessarily. There may be some people you can reach who you might not be able to reach otherwise mm. with mm. secret negotiations. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of this leads to a whole bunch of sort of delays, backwards and forwardsing um some Latins sort of take the the sort of the pause and negotiation time to like a sneak attack um, on the Ring. yep,, oh. which Cloelius puts down <laughs> <laughs> That's not very nice, captures all the Latins <laughs> but importantly uh, in terms of um, Dionysius's construction of Lasius as the ideal dictator yeah it's important because Lasius takes all of the captured Latins in from this escapade, restores them to health, befriends them, and then sends them back to
1: the Latins with no punishment Whoa. whatsoever he's just a Disney prince. <laughs>
0: Oh my! It's hard Lord. to see how the deta- <laughs> dictatorship
1: eventually became unpopular. Look,
0: I'm hoping he's good looking, because then he is all oh mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so Lassius mercy wins over a whole bunch of these Latins, mm. and this leads to the truce.
1: Wow!
0: Yes, and I think on that note, yeah,
1: well, because that's, cause that's I'm, the time to leave. It. I can tell you right now, Lassius I, has
0: totally done I'm his job
1: in completely the opposite direction. <laughs> in that libby has got me facing down the barrel of a very serious war.
0: Look. I'm pretty sure there's gonna be a war. Yeah, but just
1: for now. For for yeah, now. No. There's there's no there's, there's only a truce with the sabines in my account. Okay, let's wrap it up there. Next time War with the Latins Dun dun, dun. <laughs>